WNYC Studios is supported by Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial. When the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Uh, wait, you're listening. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <coughs> you're listening, listening to Radio Lab. Radio Lab. Shorts. <laughs> From WNYC. Yes. And NPR. Hey, I'm Jad Abumrad. I'm Robert Grillwich. This is Radio Lab. The- That's my line. Who are all those people? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the story, Robert. I've been meaning to talk to you about this, but um, last Saturday I I did an event and it was. I remember you were going to go brush your teeth and put the kid to bed. No, I. I. After that, I hosted this radio lab show without you. I'm sorry. I should have told you. I'm sorry. I should have told you. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's fine. Oh, really. you're upset. I've, I've made you up. This is a no, terrible no, way to start the podcast. How, how many people were you with exactly? Because I heard eight, a lot of people yelling. 800? 800. Yeah, just a oh, few okay. people. Okay. It's not that many. Are you sure you're not upset? No, because I had, as it happened, 800 creatures of my own, flies mostly, uh, <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my home where I, I often talk with them. Yeah. All right. I feel terrible. 800 people, were they paying? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's interesting. My flies, they didn't pay very much. Maybe we shouldn't no, do no, this. No, 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 of course. You should do this. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I, maybe we shouldn't do it. People are probably, you know, like me, wondering what you did on Saturday night. All right. Okay. So just go ahead and wind up and, and, and let us know. You sure? Yes. Okay, so Radio Lab is a show that's about science and philosophy and big questions and mystery and wonder and curiosity and all this stuff. The not-so-secret secret about what we do is that it's a deeply musical situation that we have here. Oh, yeah. So I thought I'd get up on stage. We're going to do something a little different on the podcast. Well, first of all, we are live at the NYU Skirbel Center with 862 some odd people. And I was like, let's just do music. And, uh, all music. All music. All the time. All the time for about two hours. Just a little bit of an experiment, but honestly, no BS. It was an amazing concert. It was really, Who, really amazing. You have? We had three people, three acts. First, we got Buke and Gase coming up. Remember them? Yeah, sure I do. We had the drummer Glenn Kochi from the band Wilco. He's gonna perform for you, doing a very non-Wilco situation. And then we had the amazing Reggie Watts. Watts. So what follows is an all-music podcast just to let you know. Here's how I set it up for the audience. These are three acts that are really hard to describe. And if I were to get highfalutin about it for just one second, I would say, all right, like a metaphor. Like if I were to say to you in the striped shirt, (laughs) hi, (laughs) your eyes are like a star, okay? It's a metaphor, right? Something people say. Or simile, okay, fine. (laughs) My point is that your eyes really aren't like a star at all. A star is a giant thing of gas. Your eyes are really tiny things in your head. They're very different. 
But that experience of putting them together, finding an affinity between two things that are on opposite sides of the universe, that, to me, is what makes life worth living, honestly. And I think each of these three acts do that in their own musical way on the level of sound and genre and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to shut up now and actually get them out here. So our first group, what should I say about our first group? I mean, there are two people. They're both named Aaron. <laughs> they have been, um, and this is the honest truth, they've been raping and pillaging my iPod for about six months. <laughs> one of them plays the buke, one of them plays the gase. Together, they are buke and gase. Since we featured Buke and Gase on the podcast before, we're not going to play the full set. Here's one song. It's one of their more recent offerings.
Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Buking Gaze. So, our next performer to take the stage was a fantastic drummer uh, by the name of Glenn Kochi, who uh, normally plays with the band Wilco. Do you know Wilco? That's sort of insulting. No, Do no, I know no. I mean, Wilco? I actually who did. doesn't know Wilco? All right, I wasn't trying to insult you. I even you know Jeff Twimbley. Tweety. Tweety. There you go. In any case, Wilco is this huge band. You know, they've sold tons of records, won bunches of Grammys, uh, and they play kind of this straight-ahead Southern rock type style. Glenn, when he's not you know, rocking out with them, has this whole other side to his musical life, which is he is a classical composer. He's written uh, music for soap percussion, Kronos Quartet, among others. And when he's in that classical mode, his approach to the drums is completely different. It's like the drums become a kind of uh, orchestra for him. All right, so Glenn, before you really get rolling here, since we are recording this for people who are, uh, who are out there beyond the room, as well as the people in the room, uh, can you... I mean, you're sitting in a drum set right now, but it's not an ordinary drum set. Can you introduce us to the cast of characters that you've attached to your drum set? He had all this stuff hanging off his drums. Sure. Um, I'm going to walk over here so I can actually see what you're talking about. These guys over here, which are called Crotales, which are... Um, Do you want to bang on them so we can hear sure. while you're talking? So those are like high... Um, bell tones, and those, you know, originally were from Turkey, like antique cymbals, but they kind of are used more in classical music. And then there's these tuned cowbells um, called Amglocken, which are like Swiss or German. And then um, this is a prepared snare, so it's the same idea as like um, um, prepared piano, but yeah, with a snare drum. Yeah, I see drum. a bunch of uh, screws and springs sticking out the top of your snare. Yeah, yeah, so the drum acts as a resonator. Um, for these little sounds. You'll, I'll play a bunch of those sounds. And, and what is this right here, this last? This... That, is, um, that was a wedding present. Um, this is a wedding present. Can everybody see what this a, is? Can you guys see it? A fruit basket, a fruit bowl. A fruit bowl. It's like a metal really? coil, yeah. And my, my wife of 13 years now has made it very forgiving of me, banging on kind of huh. everything all over the house and anything we might pass in a store or on the street that looks like it might make a cool sound. And this is one of them. And it didn't actually sound that great. Kind of whatever. But um, when you hang it from a rubber band over a contact mic, mm -hmm. it sounds really cool. Kind of like wow. a big gong. Gotcha. So what are we going to hear first? Um, first I'm gonna play the first piece he played is called Monkey Chant, and it's based loosely on, uh, on a story from the Ramayana. Hindu the what? Ramayana. The Ramayana, I guess is huh. how you say it. Well, it's the great Hindu epic with Rama and Sita and all that. Crazy complicated tale with tons of characters. So what he did was he assigned all the different characters to different pieces of his drum set. Different pieces of the drum. Yeah, each character would have their own sound, like... I don't remember exactly how it went, but like, say this would be Rama, and maybe this would be Sita, and then there, his would be another character. So he could kind of make the whole story unfold before you in music. Now, you don't really need to know any of that to appreciate this. Um, all I'll say is it's a little bit longer than the last one, but it's so worth it. Okay. Uh, okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, Glenn Kochi.
That blew my mind. Thanks. <laughs> I have to say, that's the first time, well, for me, maybe ever, that, that the thumb piano, the Klimba's gotten applause mid-tune. I, uh... <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> wow. I mentioned in the introduction that you write music, uh, you've written music for string quartet, you know, for, for uh, Kronos. Right. How do, I mean, it, it, when you've got to write music for strings, do you then step away from the drums, or do you, how do you, as a percussionist, write that? On the drums. On the drums. Well, yeah, for me, for me everything, how does that work? All, anything I do outside, like, like composing for other groups, is an extension of drumming. Well, how or do you get a drum to make a string sound? Well, you don't, but the ideas, the concepts come from it. Like for the Kronos piece, for example, I sat behind the drums and started playing and thought, there's four guys on stage, and I have four limbs, so why don't I just treat them like a drum set? And have them play what I would play on the drums, and then, you know, instead of it being tom-tom, rack-tom, floor-tom, snare drum, have it be violin, viola, cello, but, and then assign pitches to do, it. Do, so, did, <laughs> do, how do you assign, do you assign pitches based on the pitches of your instruments? There? No. Or are you here? No. No. That's, okay. Yeah. Huh. So you write for strings on the drums? I did. You did. Okay. <laughs> Can you play us something else? Yeah, I'll play um, one more. Um, th this is another tune from, from my record, Mobile. Um, and this is called Projections of What Might. Everyone, play in Kochi. <laughs>
give it up for Glenn Kochi. Thank you. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. Our final performer of the evening was a guy that's just, just difficult to describe. His Mr. name's Reggie, Reggie Watts. Watts. You could call him a hip-hop musician or R&B singer. That, that wouldn't be right. You call him a comedian, hmm. but that doesn't quite capture it. He's kind of everything all at once. Hmm. And he just happens to be maybe the most talented performer I've ever seen. So here's Reggie. All these rooms. I like that. Write a song. I write a lot of songs uh, on my spare time. Anyway, this uh, is a song here called uh, Moon Do How, Old Dog. All right, just to stick a picture in your head, Reggie has got this giant afro, extends in like two feet in all directions. Like he has his finger in an electric socket? Yeah, and everything he does is completely improvised. Like I'm pretty sure he has zero planned the moment he opens his mouth. Really? Well, I knew other days Now I know I'm new And I'm trying Brown Time like a lovely but I won't be the time you play. Found it loose, yeah, 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 oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh 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 yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is it. So he does beatboxing, right? He'll do this into the mic and he'll loop it. It's got effects pedals and various things, and then he'll add a part. Pretty soon he'll have this full sound that he'll then start singing to. There you go, singing. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah. When did that begin for you? Was it 
like, if you wind it all the way back to the beginning, was the beginning, like, I'll make this up, you standing in your, in your bathroom looking in the mirror doing impressions? Was mm. it your first Dougie Fresh record? <laughs> was, it, was it comedy? Like, where, where did that start for you? I mean, I think it, I think it started because I was an only child. <laughs> and, uh, and you just need to, like, you need to come up with stuff to you know, make sure that you're entertained. But I mean, it was something, I was always interested in everything for the most part. I really like science and, yeah. and music and, and art and uh, period pieces. Well, and paint of that paint me a portrait of, of Reggie Watts <laughs> as an only child. Yeah. What would you do? Would you be in your room just doing that? I mean, in some I used, form? sometimes I used to take uh, models and I would build like a, you know, like an airplane model and uh, like a jet fighter. And I put firecrackers inside of it. Like I built it fairly, fairly sturdily. I put firecrackers in them, and then I would go into the garage and I'd take a huge paint bucket and I'd put it over the model and light light the fireworks. And then I put the bucket over and I'd sit on the bucket. I'd blow up the plane, and then I would collect all the pieces and I'd re-glue them together again. And then the pieces that were missing I would cover with tin foil and then I would paint over it. And um, and then. And then I would suspend the airplane on two bits of fishing line from my garage down to the gutter from a sidewalk. And, uh, and then I would take two straws and glue them underneath the, the airplane wing. And then I put a smoke bomb, some like lighter fluid, saturated uh, Kleenex tissue and, uh, with some fireworks. And then I would light the smoke bomb and I'd let the, the, the aircraft kind of slide down and it would end up kind of crashing into a mud thing. And, so, and then my friends, we'd do it for each other, but my friends would be in the grass laying down with binoculars, <laughs> pretending like it's a movie. So I used to... Okay. <laughs> that explains everything. Yeah, Reggie I, Watts. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys. Thank you. Uh, this is a song off my last album. I hope that you dig it. And I tried not, put my hand on the ground, yeah. And I tried, but I never gave myself a chance, chance to rectify the situation. 
back where I started again. But that's love. You know what I'm saying? Play some skirball. Gonna play some skirball with y'all. 
gonna play some skirball. Yo, who's gonna be the catcher? Who's gonna be the squidger? You know what I'm saying? Let's play some skirball. Let's do this. Yeah, you got that rectangular ball. We're gonna play this. We're gonna do this. Skirball, get your team together. You know what I'm saying? Life be changing. What you be doing? I don't know, but I have this haze over my head, like an Isaacness that I can't get under my skin. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I got some glasses. I bought some. I have some. I'm an owner of glasses. I've got some glasses. I can say that proudly. Other people can't necessarily, because they might call them something else, and that's too bad. That's their choice. It's perception. You know what I'm saying? You're in control. Listen, I've got this. But someone took it from me, but then I got it back. But then I called Marcy, and Marcy was like, I don't know if I was thinking about it. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea, Marcy. And I had every intention to tell her, but I just couldn't. You know what I'm saying? So her dress looked really good. No, I'm saying feeling good. Yeah, got it? Yeah, feeling good. Okay, this is a this is the last song I'm going to do here. Uh, sorry, real quick. Apologize. <laughs> so that's Reggie Watts. How did you end an evening like this? Because it's so eclectic. Well, my fantasy was to get all three groups playing together in one big epic jam. So I, had, I asked them to do that. They came out and uh, they started to play together. And it was, initially it was... Um, Nip! Is that the key? Nip! A little bit shaky because no one really knew who was leading or what key they were in or what was the tempo. It's like Seattle, 1991. <laughs> but eventually they locked in and it started to sound really good. Not bad, right? Yeah. Anyhow, thanks to uh, Buchan Gase, Glenn Kochi, Reggie Watts. More information uh, about them on our website, radiolab.org. I'm Jad Abumrad. I'm Robert Trollwich. Thanks for listening. listener from Houston. Radio Lab is supported in part by the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, enhancing public understanding of science and technology in the modern world. More information about Sloan at www.sloan.org. Radio Lab is supported by the John Templeton Foundation funding research and catalyzing conversations that inspire people with awe and wonder. Learn about the researchers making the latest discoveries in the science of well-being, complexity, forgiveness, and free will at templeton.org slash podcast.